2: New York with your host, me Nancy Lombardo. Thank you for tuning in. I'm trying to open the chat room, people, but open chat here. Let me see. Here we go. So if you're around, let me know, and I will announce something. Join the chat room, okay, my friends. Have a uh, website to check out, friends Michelle and Ben. It's called New Parents Smell. Let me spell that: New Parent Smell. It's that New Parent Smell. That's the name of the website. (laughs) All right, if you want to check that out. And it's a book, Funny Thoughts on Pregnancy, Newborns, and Tots. Okay, check that out. All right, there you go. All right, back at Blog Talk Radio, the chat room is open. I'll put a smiley face in so you know I'm there. And uh, feel free to join me. Uh, Meanwhile, what we'll do is we'll uh, we'll start off with uh, some music and uh, see how the theme of the day goes. How about that? All right. What do we got going here? Okay. Who's tuning in? Okay. Somebody's joining the chat. Okay. And uh, let's see. How about afterbirth monkey? I like them.
0: From sea to shining, shining. i that you said that we were going on a murder spree. We were going to do something less messy, like, I don't know, like find a bunch of people with heart conditions and make them ride a roller coaster or uh, like, like, just, like, just, like, choke somebody until they, like, get lightheaded enough that they, like, pass out and bonk their head on, the, on a bathtub.
3: Look, I don't have the upper body strength to strangle anyone to death just to orgasm. But I, I pass out at the sight of blood. Look, all I know is I packed a bag full of knives and two matching Hello Kitty Ponchos for us. Aww. Oh, Looks
0: so cute I know Alright, but you gotta promise me that if I pass out That you will catch me Absolutely And, and i drop, drop a knife The, the body count grows higher every day. every day Yay From Old St. Blue to Kalamazoo Our is coming to you On a cross-country country highway Pretty street It's you and me Slice across the nation whenever you said salty snacks
3: you meant things like like Cheddar Bay Biscuits or uh 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 Mix well listen there's really no caloric value in consuming human flesh you know we're doing it for the ritual you know you like you see someone and you see the light go out of your eyes and then you consume them and you gain their strength and it's all about giving you the strength you know it's not, it's not the strength it's not about the salt it's not the strength but
0: I don't know that I'm 100% capable of consuming human flesh
3: look all I know is I bought a hot plate that plugs into a cigarette lighter and my own personal copy of To Serve Man. Oy they We're gonna eat the people that we play.
0: Thank you. It was epic. I knew you were going to say that. Listen,
3: I I can't go back to jail. Do you know what they do to gay people in jail? The same thing they do to straight people in jail.
0: Butt stuff. stuff. Oh.
3: (sighs) Look, listen, all I know is we are never going to get famous singing comedy music. Ouch! Listen, I know, I know, we have a great... We have a great studio, we're having a really good session, but it's just not enough, you know, diminishing returns. We're not going to be on the radio singing about butts, okay? I just figure that this road trip could be our opportunity to put ourselves on the map. Literally.
0: Ah, oh, man. I guess I just always thought that we would get famous with like a, I don't know, you know, like a, we could like a, have like a, a, a cologne line.
3: Uh, well, no one's ever going to want to spray themselves with afterbirth, anything.
0: We, we, we could get famous with a sex tape. Ew, no. Ow.
3: No offense, but no. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Look through the glass. Cross-country
0: Country trips, they don't come cheap, which you and I both know. With the price of gas, we're on our ass, cause we don't have the dough. With an audience like this That makes us feel sublime No need to load up for the road We can slaughter on our dime Kill me, I won't be able to mix the album. Oh. Okay.
4: Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, when Judy Garland first came to New York to open up her really theatrically historic first engagement at the Palace Theater, she said she just wouldn't come to New York without a certain young comic. She wanted him on the bill... name was Alan King. As you all recall, from the time he opened the Palace Theatre, he became the Rage of New York. Now he actually commutes to England because he's the number one comedy star in England. So let's have a wonderful welcome for Alan King.
1: Thank you very much. Seems a little chilly for July 5th. I don't know. But, uh, (laughs) I'm very happy to be here tonight. Um, of course, Ed has been so kind to mention uh, my commuting to England. I just had a great thrill. I was on the command performance for Her Majesty the Queen of England. I hope you don't mind if I spend a few minutes discussing this because with my background, you know, I'm not too familiar with royalty usually. You know, I once got drunk with Count Basie in Cincinnati. <laughs> and, uh, we were up in Glasgow, Scotland, for this man. It was a great occasion. We were all standing backstage after the performance, and the Lord Mayor of Glasgow just walked around with the Queen, you know, he was so excited. I wasn't because I was drunk. You <laughs> That's where they make the stuff, you know, up there. It's beautiful. It comes out of the tap. And, uh, I was standing there, and of course, very nervous, and Lord Mayor said, Your Majesty, may I present Mr. King from America? And she said, how do you do, Mr. King? And I said, how do you do, Mrs. Queen? <laughs> I don't think I'll ever go back. (laughs) No, but she was a very charming lady. Of course, my wife was there with me, but she didn't meet the queen. Of course, that was when I was there. Now, to hear the story, you think that she doesn't make a move without my wife, you know, because women lie a lot, you know. No, I mean this. You know, I've been married 12 years. and I found out that when a man becomes successful, in any degree, it's the woman that changes. Now, I come from the Lower East Side of New York. I never met a comedian that didn't come from the Lower East Side. I know a very talented comedian from Cincinnati moved to the Lower East Side before. And uh, actually, I lived so far downtown, 14th Street was like Connecticut to me, you know. And, uh, yes, I met my wife there. We come from the same neighborhood. In fact, my family had more money than my wife's family. And we were on relief. You can imagine what a thrilling <laughs> To look at my wife today, you've never dreamed She came from so humble a beginning <laughs> you, know, you think she came from a plantation in Virginia somewhere And that's one of the reasons she's not too happy with me Because I'm the only one left that remembers where she came from <laughs> <laughs> Anytime she opens up a big mouth, I remind her where she came from. <laughs> I like to think back to the old days When we were so happy, so much in love We were married two years My wife told me I was to become a father This is a big moment in your life I like the way the women tell you important things. They don't discuss it over the dinner table or during the evening. They wait till you are sound asleep. Have you ever <laughs> noticed that? It aggravates them that you're sleeping. Now my wife stays up all night because she hasn't got no place to go in the morning, you know. <laughs> she watches the late show, the late, late show. Really? She salutes the flag, sings the star-spangled <laughs> <flag>. <laughs> Gee, She Gee, she waits for the thought for the day. You know, you can lead a horse to water, but remember what a wet horse smells like, <laughs> <laughs> and all uh, that. Now, I was asleep, as I said, and my wife walks in. Now, when the woman walks in, you're asleep. They do little things to find out if you're really asleep. You know, like all oh, the lights go on, they slam the door, the out, and then the cough. You ever hear a polite cough? <laughs> then she says, Are you up? Even if you're dead, you react a little. (laughs) Then they get alongside of you and they stomp at the elbow. Did you ever get the harpoon in the ribs in the middle of the night? Alan, if you're not doing anything,
0: it's
1: five o'clock in the morning. I'm always busy at this hour. I play polo every morning at five o'clock. What do you want you to do? She says, I have a strange desire for some exotic food. She'll run down to the All My Delicatessen and get me a corned beef sandwich with some chocolate sprinkles, some whipped cream, a piece of watermelon, and a sour pickle. Well, you know, sleepy as I was, I realized that this was it, you know. (laughs) I had seen enough movies to know that this is the way it (laughs) is. notice when a woman is expecting how she really takes charge of your life, the first thing, of course, the neighborhood wasn't good enough anymore. Here. She said, I don't want my children growing up in this neighborhood. I can't afford I'm living now. What do you want from me? The kid comes, you don't like the neighborhood? Let him move. I'm saying <laughs> <as> I am. <laughs> she says, Alan, let's buy a house. Now, you know, I've been making fun of the suburbs for many years, and this is actually the way I moved out there. She said, let's buy a house. Everybody's doing it. You remember. Ten years ago, the exodus from the city to the suburbs. Someone cut a ribbon, they fired a pistol, and the land grants were out. <laughs> Onward to the suburbs, these gallant pioneers with the covered wagons and the mink stoles hanging out the back. You know, everybody out there. I bought a house for $48,000. It was listed to sell for twelve-five. dollars <laughs> I wanted extras, you know. <laughs> little things, like I needed windows, I wanted a floor in one room. <laughs> uh, own your own home, save your money all your life so you become your own janitor. <laughs> That's all it is, the only time my wife talks to me is, Alan, take out the garbage. <laughs> I say, we didn't eat, where's the garbage coming from? <laughs> she can't stand to see me sit still for five minutes. She collects the garbage from the neighbors just so I can sit up. <laughs> What a ridiculous place to live. Nobody talks to anybody. It's a competition thing out there, you know. I've got one neighbor I haven't seen in four years. He's hiding because he knows I want him to go partners on the hedges.
0: <laughs>
1: That's the big thing, you know, the lawns. You ever see Sunday in the suburbs? You ever see how ridiculous the men look? They work hard six days a week. Come Sunday, they're on all fours like dogs crawling around. They all have the same outfits, you know. Bermuda shorts, sneakers, bony knees. <laughs> They all have the shirt with the alligator on it, like a bag. <laughs> We're all sick. How would you like to come home from a drunk on Saturday night and Sunday morning, a quarter to seven, the neighbors are out. <laughs> they cut the grass with a motorboat for Ireland. They say, what's going on down there? They say, oh, good morning, Mr. King. They don't drink, you know. They're up they're ready to go. lawn is dying. <laughs> I didn't even know it was sick. What do you want me to do? I've got a gardener. Oh, he's brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> he telling me I have sour soil. <laughs> I told my wife not to marry me. It's hereditary.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: that's sour soil before me. What do you do about it? gardener says we use Kentucky bluegrass. That's the finest grass seed in the world. They don't tell you. It only grows in Kentucky. (laughs) I'll buy a racehorse for $3,700. Let them walk around the grounds every day. (laughs) You think the garden's are the only thing to worry about? What about the decorators? Are they beautiful? My wife just found two beautiful decorators. Well, a set of bookends like this you never saw. (laughs) They come to the house once a week, they fly around the room. <laughs> <laughs> they're always wearing sandals. Could be the ground. They wear sandals. And they're always coming back from Italy. They never go. They're always coming back. It's very <laughs> they keep saying, in this corner, we'll put some ivy. You know about ivy. If you have a piece of furniture that has a hole in it, it immediately becomes a planter. You know the ivy we got it coming out of faucets, keyholes, cracks in the wall. <laughs> Do you see the new thing where they open up the drawer and the ivy hangs out of the drawer? <laughs> And underwear are laying on a floor, but the eyes are coming out of the crowd. <laughs> my wife keeps telling me the reason we live out there is for the children. Better schools, which is, of course, ridiculous. We live directly across the street from a public school, and my boy can't attend. We don't live in the zone. They <laughs> got kids from out of state going to the school, but we don't live in the zone. <laughs> they tell me the zone line runs right through my house. In and end. if my kid slept in a garage, he could go to this room. <laughs> I'll tell you the truth. I could go on like this for hours, but I'll be honest with you. The only reason is I don't have a finish. <laughs> I'd like to finish it by selling my house. <laughs> You've been a delightful audience, ladies and gentlemen, and a happy July 4th weekend, and good night. That's it. <laughs>
2: That was Alan King. Okay, old-timey comedy for those of you who don't know. But uh, always fun, always fun. And uh, let's see, what do we got, seven minutes here? Okay, what can we do in seven minutes? I don't know. We'll do me. Here we go. My CDs are available. I TV. wake
5: up in the morning, didn't sleep well through the night. I tried to get some Z's, but the voices made me right. I need a cup for java to jumpstart and feel pert. My boys can't see from my glazed eyes that I am not alert. Everything I tell you goes in one ear, out the other. Just do what I say and listen to me. You'll live longer. I'm your mother. You make, me. You make me pray to the Z. You make me.
4: well-dressed working woman, is expected to balance her hectic business schedule with her equally busy social itineraries. A Fortune 500 Dynamo one moment, a charming corporate hostess the next. In a company-eat-company world, any advantage she can gain over her male peers is important. The office is not the only business battleground. It is well known that many victories take place in the corporate social arena. Today's socially savvy warrior must utilize all her mental and physical resources. It's not enough to just know the proper table etiquette. She must also know the current trends, such as what power colors to wear after six, and who to talk to, and who to ignore. She must be alert and on her toes to gain any advantage over her business peers, no matter how unusual the client's request. In some extreme circumstances, she may even be called upon to dance the lombada. When dancing the corporate lombada, there are rules one must follow. Rule 1. Make contact with your partner. Rule 2. Lead without leading. Remember, a merger is more fun when you have inside information. Rule three, dance to win, and step, and step, and hit, and hit, and clench, headlock, and dominate, and sway, and glide and sway, and influence, kick back, kick front, dip in, and power play, power play. positive power. Use leverage, hold tight, liquidate all night, and feel the crunch. And power lunch, power lunch. By low, so high, so larger,
0: you're doing the corporate lambanda. Back down extort, in ya.
2: Well, that was fun. Those CDs are available on CD Baby for download or Amazon for download now because I'm not sure what CD Baby is doing anymore. There is even a CD Baby. I don't know. Anyway, this is uh, slowing down to the end of our show, so I'll play us off with a little... Fun Slang. Thank you for tuning in. And now, 10 rip going
6: 20 slang terms due for a What's comeback. What's the buzz New with your host? legs, a lady. Get a load of them gams on Louise. <coughs> and legs are like the stock market. They go up, 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 and up forever. Spiflicated. Drunk. We got spiflicated at the gym joint and wisely invested all of our money in the stock market, whose roaring performance will surely continue to the 30s, 40s, and 50s. The cat's meow, a person or thing that is extremely excellent. America's economic performance is a cat's meow, I tell ya. Giggle water, any drink with alcohol. Oh God, I just lost everything. I'm ruined. I need me a giggle water and quick. Dewdropper, a young unemployed man who sleeps all day. What malarkey. Now everyone will think I'm a no good, lollygagging dewdropper. Applesauce, an expletive. There are no jobs anywhere and the trouble boys must be zapped. Oh, applesauce. Clam, money. How many clams can I get but selling my blood? I've got a whole trench coat covered in this stuff right here. Big sleep. Death. Make my own big sleep? It sounds crazy, but I have nothing left to lose. No one's onions. To be well informed on a subject matter. This FDR fella sure seems to know one's onions. I'm sure he'll turn the economy around liggity split. Ducky. All right. This new deal sure is ducky. And now that everyone recognizes the wisdom of long-term economic planning, the economy will be ducky forever.